the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Welcome to the very first, the pilot episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast with me and... It is me, Intense Desire. Yes. 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 This is your boy, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Issa Durag, a.k.a. Kurt Frost Must Die, a.k.a. Nigga, I am not about to block the intersection for you, even if the light is green. That is against the law, and I ain't finna pay this ticket for your punk ass. Cause, cause niggas, niggas in Atlanta be niggas in Atlanta be wanting you to block whole ass intersections just so they can inch up like a half a, a half a foot. Like, boy, wherever you going, it is not that goddamn important. Well, I gotta risk getting a ticket by the police for blocking the intersection for your punk ass. No, I'm not doing it. No. Exactly. This damn ticket. Exactly. But yes, y'all. Yes, this this is a new podcast. This is the Ratchet Ramblings podcast. You can uh, thank you. T- First of all, couple couple of people that made this possible. Number one is our fans, all the fans of Crown and Collars that loved our Ratchet recap episodes. We've had Candace on who is basically a, a third host at, at this point. <laughs> um, uh, we've had Rod on, Lexi, Lauren, everybody Everybody loves those Ratchet Recap episodes that we had, and so and we appreciated it. Uh, there will no longer be any more Ratchet Recap episodes on Crown of Collars because that's what this show is for. Um, and also a special shout-out to someone who has been a, a fan of Crown of Collars and our Ratchet Recap episodes, um, at um, a quality mess on Twitter, she more or less gave, gave the idea of asking if me and Candace would do a spinoff show, and I asked um, Classic and Mel, and they gave the green light, and here we are. So, um, yeah, what, uh, now that now that it's official on Wax, Candace, welcome to the CSPN family officially. Ah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I've been a part of it before. I'm a fan of all of the shows. Especially, Especially. Uh, Crown and Collars. Uh, I'm a fan of a lot of people who have shows. Sarone, uh, Mel, CJ. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's always a good a good thing to be able to work with people that you enjoy. Yes, and my nigga, we we don't we've been friends for a while, and nigga, we working together now, nigga. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been friends for for some years now. Also, Dan. Let me not forget Dan. Uh, Dan and I have always had uh, a great rapport and on and off uh, Twitter. So yeah, shout out to Dan as well. Yeah, um, and also because both of y'all bond, don't make a fun of fun of the way I sound, but it's fine. It's fine. Listen, when I saw your handwriting and it matched the way you speak, 
Nigga, we fell out on the floor. Nigga, we not we not finna speak of that on this day at this hour. We here to talk about Ratchet TV. We ain't here to talk about my handwriting, nigga. Why you bring? What you doing? Why you Why you so loud? Why you so loud? What you doing? You both sound and write like a newly freed slave. I love that shit. Heart. It's like blackness Heart. all over you. You know what? Side, so I said this gonna be a niggerific ass show. He wasn't down line. He ain't lying. Uh, but yes, everybody, thank y'all so much. Uh, me and Candace, we about to have fun with this shit. And I'm telling you how much, how great Candace has been. Not only has she uh, created a page for the podcast, which is Ratchet Rambling on Twitter. That's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G. Um, she she made the logo. She also made a logo for Crown and Collars, and we finally made a fan page for Crown and Collars. Um, don't judge, don't, don't, don't judge Dan. Judge me. I know it's it's going on three years since we had the podcast, and we still ain't had. I was about to day. say y'all about a hundred and thirty two thousand episodes in, and never made a page. Hey, 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 hey. But hey, better late than never. I was more than listen, happy to listen. help. And I can't wait to be able to go directly to the source to get to uh, go back and and go in the archives for some of the Crown and Collar episodes because, yeah, y'all have been hilarious from the start. So if you if you haven't go and check out the current episode, go and check out some of the archive episodes, go in the vault, get yourself some laughs and then browse the website, browse CSPN dot. U.S. and uh, listen to some of the other podcasts. Yes, and, and click that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shop with our sponsors. So you won't have to pay to listen to, to me and Saron sound like a pair of moonshine and chicken gizzards. All right? Uh, and also for the... Uh, deep fried chicken gizzards. You know, listen. Deep fried. Listen, hey. Hey, 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 now, hey. I got I to gotta, I gotta get the church announcements out first, then we get to the jokes. Oh, uh, also, go for Crown and Collars. Go to our official web page now at Crown, Crown and Collars. That's C R O W N, um, capital N and Collars. C O L L A R D S. And once um, we get this shit, the classic, like Candace said, all the archived episodes will go up on the page. Um, and yeah, shop. Listen, all the old shows. Now you can. Now you can. You can uh, use, still use the hashtag Crown of Collars, and you can also tweet the page. And also for this um, podcast, and I was um, just going to tell Candace this on the air too. For all, for this show, use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Use Ratchet Ramblings Pod because somebody there's a nigga on Twitter that um, already uses Ratchet Ramblings, but it's some onk on- right shit, and we don't want to associate that shit with the podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, is this some old renew, renew yo? Renew your PhD? Yeah. Okay. No, we don't. We don't want to be bothered with that. Right. Well, now if now when I because I I I did a test run and I used Ratchet Ramble as a hashtag and that that nigga it's it's like a tenth. It was like a thread before threads were a thing, and it's like a nigga with like a hundred followers, but following on. With like sixty three followers and following like two hundred, and he just going on some like a ten a ten page a ten tweet thread of like some onk shit, and I'm like, no, nah, we don't want to be associated with it. 
<laughs> so, yeah. so if you're listening to the show and you want to tweet us um, with the page, use the hashtag uh, Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Um, and with that said, I think that's all the church announcements. And let's get involved with the show. Oh, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Um, just like on Crown and Collars, like me and Candace will be having recurring guests. Um, like like you'll be seeing Lexi again on this show. You'll be hearing Rod again on this show. Um, you'll be hearing some other people that enjoy Ratchet TV on this show. So that that um revolving door of guests is still open. Um, and yeah, we'll be having different people on at different times and talk about this um Ratchet TV. And it won't be just love and hip hop. We're gonna do some of all types of Ratchet shit. Yes, yes. I I used to be ashamed of how much I love Ratchet TV, but what for? It's all kind of as long as white people didn't got Honey Boo Boo and all the housewives in New Jersey, New York, and and you got Team Mom, which is predominantly white people. Like, hey, it's entertainment. It's for us. So I I'm a purveyor of Ratchet TV. Yes, and I will not hide it any longer. I will bring my Ratchet ramblings to the show for everybody's enjoyment. Yes, I, I too am a connoisseur of bad wigs. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a ratchet TV show I watch where the wigs ain't terrible. Like, not that is a one. prerequisite. Like, it's in the contract. If you're going to be on this show, you got to be willing to wear some cheap synthetic hair and the and the part. You got to be able to see it at all times. Right. Your invisible like, it's got to be, be not visible. so invisible. Right. Your invisible part going to be visible as a motherfucker. Exactly. Like that, and that's why um, the the tagline of our show is "Govern your wigs accordingly." All right, so them down. yes, yes, love your wig, and your wig will love it. We'll love you back. Uh, so let's get into this shit. So, Black Ink Crew, Chicago. Now, um, this is my first season um, watching Black Ink Crew, Chicago. Um, I got to get caught up. Candace introduced me to this shit. Um and the new and I think it's on season it's on season three and nigga I'm gonna tell you right now that first episode it did not disappoint me and I feel like even though I have to play catch up I feel like I'm immersed in the mess and I, I, I feel it's like it's like going it's like if you go into like Red Lobster for the first time and like you try the biscuits and like you feel like you've been there before that's how I felt with Black watching this first episode of Black and Crew Chicago yes listen. I've been watching Black Ink Crew Chicago since uh, season one because I also watched Black Ink, uh, the original Black Ink Crew. And one thing that one thing that you probably noticed right off the bat is that the cast members look like they take showers on Chicago. Yes, they look yes. clean. They look like they go to the dentist. They don't look like they have any STDs. Like that is already a plus for me. Like right. you are, I'm sold, baby. You got me. Hook, line, right. and sinker. Right. They shower like, daily. They look like they wash behind their ears. Yeah, they look like their belly button's clean. Right. It looks like there is no. It look. It looks like no one on the show is trying to absorb nutrients with a cucumber through their vagina. Okay. All right. What? What? Okay. It <laughs> looks like that that cast gets Carmex, which is more than I can say for Duchess and Caesar and them. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, Caesar alone is much enough for everybody on the other Black Ink crew. So, I mean, if you don't have a, they, there's no Caesar on this show, and so that by hey. default is a plus <clears throat> for me. Duchess look like her breath smell like kneecaps. Uh, all right. So, okay. that's that. But yeah, so season three started Wednesday. It airs 
every Wednesday. And I got to say, I was not expecting Ryan to come back and be bossing up. Like, Ryan stepped through the door like, my shot, my rules, what's up? Right. Ryan, Ryan kicked off like... Ryan kicked off like I'm um, like like he like he's uh Ryan kicked it off like he's Dave Chappelle's version of Rick James like I'm the baddest motherfucker that ever ever come through this motherfucker shop. I don't my name's on the motherfucker motherfucker lease on this motherfucker. Hold my drink, bitch. Like that's how Ryan came in. I was like, oh okay then, all right. Ryan, Ryan grew his hair out. He looked like Chico DeBarge, and then he got back with his son's mother. So his his uh his glow is on a whole nother level than the rest of the cast. Now he got the woman he want. He doing non mag tours. He be he done became the face of his own shop. He getting money. With I mean, what more can you ask for as a as a tattoo shop owner from Chicago? Like it's like it's like it's like how it's like how like Ryan Ryan came in like how we how we want how people want Obama to come back. Like he done glowed up and then he gonna come back and tell you now. Nah, let me tell you one motherfucking thing. That's how Ryan came in. Like. From, yeah. the, from the get go, he was like, oh, "Listen, I am Ryan. I am now Megan. I am not here for your bullshit." And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay then, okay then, militant light skins at it. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's exactly what it was. And it's and, and it's like so. I don't know who's responsible for the black black ink series. I don't know if Mona Scott has anything to do with that. I'm not for sure. It is because you have been." You you set the bar high just based on this first episode of season three. Like the bar is set high now. Yes. And let something I really want to I really want to say right now because within the first the within the season premiere, Danielle got fired and uh Van and Ryan was about to fight. Let let me be let me say this. If you don't like the way somebody is running a business, feel free to go get another job that is not at that business. Like, take that and put that in your pocket. You Rich. are not the boss. Your name is not on the lease. It's not your shop. The shop owner doesn't answer to you. You answer to him. If you have some suggestions, submit them respectfully at a team meeting. But thinking you're going to boss up on the boss, that's not going to work like that. You you can always go open your own tattoo shop. Yes. Um. For instance... Referring back to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, lovely Mimi did not like Sierra, and Sierra, I don't know if Mimi quit or Sierra fired her, but either way, she is not at that shop anymore, and now lovely Mimi has her own shop. So, if you are not, so if you are not, um, if if the quality is uh, of the current administration is not up to your up to your standards, you are, that's like Candy said, you can have a team meeting. That's what they're there for. Usually they have an icebreaker and they have maybe some Reese's or some Kit Kats. Um, probably know. some flaming Hot Cheetos. Probably, probably. We'll decide to design it because you know niggas love design. Um, or Gatorade. Niggas love Gatorade. Um, the blue one. Yes, yeah, the blue one, the blue one, the blue one, the blue one, and the red one. Niggas love blue and red Gatorade and or Powerade, whichever which, whichever one is selling in whatever region you have. Niggas love them too. Um, you are feel you can feel free to sub, um submit an email. Um, but what you not what never in the history since since four since forty hours a week nine to fives were made it were in were institutionalized in the working force. Never has it been a smart idea. To call your boss a pussy and think you're gonna keep your job at the end of the day. 
So I don't know, like, I don't know if Danielle is okay. That's a rhetorical question. She is not okay. But how, first of all, you can't out-militarize, you can't out-militant a militant light-skinned nigga. It's impossible. It's impossible. Now, first of all, Ryan can be as emotional as a house full of women with PMS. You not about to out-emotional Ryan from Nine Meg. Let's get that goddamn straight right now. It is not a cast member on that show, man or woman, who can out-emotional Ryan. We have seen it in the previous two seasons of the show. When it's time to get emotional, Ryan is winning that motherfucking race. Know that. But, But in this situation with Danielle and Terrence, first of all, you don't get to tell your boss who can and can't come to his anniversary party for his business. That's first and foremost. That if, every, if every time the person you want to bring creates some goddamn drama, they don't need to be involved. Period. That is negative energy. That if it's if it's it's like it's like having that one cousin that is family, but you know that motherfucker always in some shit. Why would you want to bring him around some fisted, some positive, something fisted, something that people are enjoying when you know that motherfucker can't act right? It don't make sense. First of all, Terrence looked like an ashy ankle. Let's uh, all right. Let's talk about that. First of all, Terrence looked like an ashy ankle. He got abuser tendencies. And the last time we saw Ryan and Terrence interact at the end of season two in the Dominican Republic, he was basically calling Danielle everything but a child of God. Uh, and over nothing. Over nothing. And trying to uh, manhandle Ryan. And he almost got the brakes beat off of him. So, yes, no, no employee that I pay. I don't want your dramatic significant other around my shop because he's always bringing drama and bullshit. Now, that's that's that. And so, like you said, I guess Ryan, Ryan posted a video pretty much clowning on Terrence or whatever. Danielle saw it. She got upset. She went into the shop and instead of having a conversation with her boss in private, she decides that she wants to curse Ryan out. In front of him. I know I ain't with the fake shit. I ain't with the stuff, this and stuff, sending subliminal shots on social media. That's my motherfucking man. You gonna respect him. And then she ended up calling Ryan a pussy and saying, fuck you. And Ryan said, okay, fuck you too. You fired. Get out. Now, now, now help me out, Candace, because I am trying to rest my understanding on this. So Terrence essentially dog you dog dog Danielle out mm-hmm. like a, like a Twitter nigga mm-hmm. over something that over something that was really nothing. Yes. And she gets back with him. Yes. And says that Ryan doesn't respect Terrence. Now let now yes. now now now. Now don't forget she said why is he still tripping over some old shit. Now, we, let, before we go any further, disrespect is not old shit. I don't care when you issue the disrespect to the person you disrespected. That shit is always gonna be fresh in their mind. Let's let's right. let's get that out the way. You disrespect me, I'm gonna think about every time your name come up. I'm gonna think about it, and it's never gonna become old shit to me until I get an apology. You can't. has not apologized to Ryan for disrespecting him on multiple occasions. So it's not old shit. It's new. It's fresh. 
How you can't tell first of all, if the person that caused the disrespect can't tell the person that was disrespected that it's old shit, how the fuck do you think you as an outside party are gonna tell the disrespected that the disrespect is old? In what universe does that work? It don't. Yeah. Yeah, like, it don't work. And then so that so I'm trying I'm trying to rest my understanding on the fact that how can how can how can Danielle have so much respect for Terrence and have and 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 have disrespect for Ryan not respecting Terrence when Terrence disrespected you on multiple occasions over nothing essentially? I don't understand it, Danielle. Yeah, I, and, you know. And, so, so one more thing, and I mean to cut you off. So so Danielle essentially rolled for a nigga that don't ride for her and got fired. Yes. You got fired. You got fired on your day off for a nigga that don't respect you. How? Yes. How? Where? Where's the understanding? Where's the logic, beloved? Where is I? What? Under her sewing. That's where the logic is at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of you. <laughs> yeah, it's under her sewing. So I want to. I want to. I want to touch on this briefly. So last season. Charmaine ran into some mighty financial problems. She her car got repossessed. She got, got evicted and yada yada yada. She ran into some money problems. Ryan actually was uh helped her uh was gonna help her get her car to impound when they couldn't get the car to impound because it had been sent off to be auctioned off. Uh I think Ryan helped her buy a new car and shit. Helped her with some of her money issues. And so this season <laughs> We see Charmaine. She has a boyfriend now. <laughs> she has a boyfriend. They've been <laughs> together for three months. They are living together. Um, I don't. I don't know who he is, but according to her, he's like in the tech tech industry. And uh, make no mistake about it, uh, the tech industry is a good place to make money if you're good at what you do. So apparently, yeah. he's good at what he does because you know she's she's living a life of luxury with this man. Um, but I just want to point out that Charmaine is a Twitter nigga. <laughs> yeah. Like Charmaine was homeless. She went and found her a nigga today. She he thought they was gonna Netflix and chill, and she bought an overnight bag with her. She ain't left since. <laughs> also, also, real quick, while we on the subject of Twitter niggas, um, also Danielle got fired and then was like in L.A. to visit Cat like the next day. Like yeah, Danielle went to. Danielle went to LA to visit Kat and Kat was like, yo, who pops up on somebody 2,000 miles away? Kat, if you listen to this ever, the answer to that is a nigga with no job, a.k.a. A Danielle. AKA, AKA a Twitter nigga, because that's some Twitter nigga shit to get fired on your day off and then pop up on somebody the next day and you ain't got no job. Yeah, she flew out to LA because she didn't have a job, which I'm pretty sure if if my deductions are in my logic and my ability to reason are correct. She's hoping Kat will give her a job as her receptionist in her new shop. The only problem with that is Kat is only probably the only tattoo artist in her shop at the moment. So it's not going to work. And it looks like in the previews for the rest of the season that Danielle went to LA and is, is, is trying to stay in LA and which raises red flags to me. Cause where's Terrence? Right. So yeah. But no. back to Charmaine. Yeah, Charmaine is Charmaine was homeless and she went and moved in with somebody after three months and uh She moved faster than a lesbian relationship. 
it might be a lesbian relationship. You never know. So uh, Candace. What? Neek got right. a pretty face. Ain't that his name? Neek? All right. Okay. See, London is not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, that's that's pretty much, yeah. Listen, listen, moving in with somebody after three months, that's a big gamble. That is a big gamble. Right. And, and also, and also, like, and 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 maybe this is me assuming, and maybe this is you know me reading a bit too into it. But Nick's demeanor—he doesn't look like. I don't want to say Charmaine runs the pants in that. Where's the pants in that relationship? And you know, I told you it was a lesbian relationship. No, all right, all right, Candace. All right, okay. Yeah, right. Got two fems. All right, Candace. Well, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. but Neek Neek uh Neek looks really disinterested, honestly. Like yeah. like he knew Charmaine and Charmaine said they've known each other since like their college days. So it's like he saw Charmaine on TV and was like, Oh, let me hit her up so I can end up on TV. Right. And like, like yeah, it kinda looked like an opportunist thing and he like, Well, I guess you can fucking live with me since you're getting me on TV and give me a little check. So right. yeah, that that's kind of it. Doesn't look genuine. With to it's me. like it's like it's like it's like Neek was on. It's like it's like Neek was on the debate team in college, and Charmaine was like the one pretty popular girl that like gave him some time. That that like gave him some time, and like he he saw she was on TV, and then had still had her her number from college, and was like, "Hey, big head." Yeah, that's pretty much all it looks like to me. But <laughs> since we on the topic of Charmaine. <laughs> so okay, okay. So a couple of things, couple of things, couple of things before we get into it, because we, because this can go even one or two ways, but I want to get this out real quick. Um, we have deduced we were pre gaming, and we have deduced that Charmaine is pretty, and she has very impressive titties, but she has the body of an iron board. Yeah, she, yeah, she. Um, Charmaine has a cute face, and she has some nice titties, but. Uh, from the rib cage down, she is built like a knuckle. So, yeah. Uh, All right. All right. Just saying. Uh, anybody who's been watching Black Ink Chicago since it first started pretty much knows that Charmaine and Don have some pretty nasty history. Uh, of course, Don got married last season to Ashley, which is a clusterfuck. Uh, within itself, I, I still don't understand that they was arguing up until the minutes before they got married. So, yeah, but Don and Charmaine, Don had an affair with Charmaine, and for the past the previous two seasons, Charmaine went out of her way to let Ashley know that they had an affair, and um, finally, Ashley got herself some get back <laughs> she, when she, when she pulled. Charmaine's boyfriend to the side and made sure that he knew that Charmaine fucked Don, even though Don and Ashley was together. Now, this would be this was it was awfully petty and funny. And while I it's not a move I would have made, I can see why Ashley did it because she really did just put up with two seasons of Charmaine constantly telling everybody that they've been fucking. So yeah, it was it was it. From watching that, and like I said, this is my first season watching it. I deducted two things: one, that Ashley went full Carly Red, 
She went full color red. Two, even while even while Ashley was telling telling um Nick all this shit, Nick still was looking like so. Like he like his facial expression was like the Kanye shrug, but in like human form. Like he was, he was like, okay, uh, he was like, okay, I, okay, like, why are you, why are you still talking to me? Like he was so disinterested in knowing, basically, Charmaine's pussy facts. Like he was so disinterested in knowing. And actually, <laughs> Ashley, I will say this, I will say this. We all need a friend like Ashley's friend, like Ashley's homegirl. Yeah, we all need that yeah, friend. Cause she checked the shit out of Ashley. But hey, so. <laughs> We're gonna get Don and Ashley had no business getting married. No. Uh, period, point blank. They are uh, the boss level of dysfunction in the relationship. So, but Ashley, <laughs> Ashley tells Don that she's thinking about quitting her job because she don't have enough time to spend with her family. Family being her, Don, their child, and Don's outside baby that he made while he was with Ashley. <laughs> and, uh, Don told her she was out her goddamn mind. <laughs> In the confessional, Don said that Ashley was used to nice shit now. And I just wanted to, like, I was like, bitch, where? Like, <laughs> the picture frames in their house still don't match. <laughs> like, they, they, got, they got wood picture frames, plastic picture frames, but none of them match. And Ashley's wig still look like it's going to lift up and do a 360, like a goddamn Jadakiss song. Like, All right. huh? All right. Okay. Like the 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 scalp on her wigs have never blended with her. Have she's never blended it flawlessly since we've seen Ashley on the show. Like if you go back and watch old episodes, you're gonna be like that wig. Ooh, girl, that wig. Like oh, ooh, baby, what is you doing? Yeah, her wigs is fucking terrible. And Don almost ran Ashley over. He was so goddamn mad. Dog, that nigga, like. I, I, I get him being mad that that Ashley calls some shit. Um, and like I said, we all need a friend like Ashley's homegirl because she checked the fuck out of her. Like, bitch, what is you doing? But it, but that but then I'm like, okay, I get it done. You mad? That was unnecessary. Cool. This motherfucker went full Super Saiyan. I'm like, Don, what is Don? Like it it ain't it ain't that serious, dog. Like he like he got in the car. While they, while while Ashley and her friend were sitting right, were standing right next to the car, this motherfucker revved the car up and drove the fuck off, and then did a donut. I'm like, nigga, this is is this Fast and Furious? What you doing, Don? Fast and Furious, the wig. Fast, Fast and Furious front closure. Okay. <laughs> Fast and Furious, that part is visible. <laughs> Fast. Fast, fast and furious scalp removal. That's enough. That's that was too far. That was okay. All right, my bad. Okay. Yeah, like they they had absolutely no business getting. Like, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it, but I knew some shit was amiss because when last season on the season finale when they jumped over the broom, it was like one of those uh, janitor brooms, one of those big janitor brooms and shit. <laughs> like the one they the one they be pushing around. The one they be pushing around in the cafeteria. Yeah, so you know shit was gonna be fucked up then. The niggas. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. The nigga jumped over a push broom. <laughs> yeah, they jumped over a push broom. Nigga. She should have used it to brush that wig. Hey, look, hey, look, jump, hey, look, jump in the wigs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shit, 
terrible. Uh, ooh, Van and Ryan. All right. Let, okay, a couple of things. A couple of things before you get into it, because like I say, this is my first season watching it. You you have more expertise in this. I would like to say a couple of things. I would like to get a few jokes off about Van that I was thinking about um, while I was driving home to work. First of all, Van looks like whatever was left of Benzino's neck if it worked out and became a human. A human. So yeah. Van, it looked like he's six three and nothing but head and shoulders. Like he don't have no neck. Like his, like he, None. he, he, like he, like he. It's like he, it's like he a bag of living tree bark. It's like where's your throat? Cause you don't have a neck. Right, like what? Is, so like when you, so when you drink, like that shit just goes straight down, just like, whew, like yeah, it just. He don't have no neck. He just hunching shoulders all day. Right, like you ever heard that that um uh, that old country saying like when it's raining and and um uh, old old folks say like the the bottom fell out the sky. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Like whenever Van drink, like the bottom just fell out the sky, like it just poof, like just a just like a a descent of compression, just just like from 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 the from the from the entrance to his mouth just to his to his stomach. He probably got four stomachs like a cow, probably. Like the motherfucker just got chambers. Like he ain't got like one stomach with intestine shit. That motherfucker just got chambers. Van looked like heart stinks bad. Right, like he he looked big and gassy. He looked he looked big, gassy, and nasty. You know what I mean? Like he looked like he looked like he Van is that cousin that when you need some dirty work done and you don't want to get caught, you call him because you know he ain't got no sense and don't give a fuck. Because you know he ain't took a shower, exactly. so he don't mind getting dirty. It's like a, a, a nigga that ain't took a shower ain't got shit to lose. Right. Um, but we, speaking of, uh, and you actually opened up um, my recap with this, like, he really think, like, it's it ain't Ryan's name on Nine Man. He think it's Ryan and the Ryanettes. Like, like it's it's Ryan, it's Ryan, Robbie, it's Ryan, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. <laughs> like, like he, he think it's Ryan and all. The craziest part about this is so. I mean, and here, let me, let me, let me put this disclaimer out. I'm not taking anything away from Van because he's a convicted felon. Being a convicted felon, one who just recently got out of jail, as we saw in last season, plays to my point is, how do you keep telling this man that you helped him build 9MAG when you've had on and off again legal issues since you've been at 9MAG? You've been in and out of jail since you've been at 9MAG. What did you build exactly besides a phone bill from you calling these motherfuckers collect? You've not done anything. Like, essentially, he's a part-time employee, essentially. And then, on top of all of that, while Van was in jail... And Ryan did not bring this up from what we saw in this first episode. While Van was in jail, it was Ryan who was looking out for Van's daughter, taking her school shopping, buying her clothes, sending him letters, this, that, and the third. This was Ryan doing this stuff. So how are you so quick to get in your feelings and, and disrespect somebody who looked out for you while you was locked up and in jail? And when you got out of jail, he made sure the whole cast was there to welcome your ass. But he's mad because he mad because essentially his name is not on the on on uh, on, on the on, on the shop and it's like, sir, it's sir, like you don't you don't you, yes you contributed but like you don't pay no it's like a nigga it's like a nigga coming over to your house and getting mad that you don't have enough groceries but he also don't buy you no groceries or live in your house. That's essentially van. The the part that's crazy <clears throat> as ratchet as 
a lot of reality TV show is, what it does is open the door for the participants to do other things and create other streams of income. We've seen it over and over and over again with reality TV. A lot of reality TV stars is hot. Nene Leaks did it. We've seen, uh, I mean, not she didn't do it well, but we've seen Cardi B. I'm not Cardi B. We've seen Jocelyn do it. Right. We've, Cardi B is the standard. Uh, Car- we've seen Carly Red do it. Once the reality TV door is open for you, that is your that is that is your red flag to go walk through and create other streams of income for yourself. Other people on the show have done it. Charmaine did it. Charmaine took being on Black in Chicago and flipped that into a radio personality gig. Cat. Cat yep. being on Nine Mag. She started her own brand and has now opened up her own shop and does her own uh, own tours and things of that nature. Cat Pat. Van, if you want to do that, do it. Stop waiting on Ryan to put food in your mouth. Cause your big ass don't look like you missing no meals to begin with. So stop sitting up here waiting for this man who got his own family to feed you and get it how you live. You're a cast member on Nine Mag on Black, not that interesting, honestly. Maybe that's right. what it is. You're not that interesting, man. We saw you have a meltdown because your girlfriend wanted to have a threesome with you and another man, even though you said you wanted to get into swinging. Right. That's Van is essentially a Twitter nigga. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he definitely cause, is. Because niggas, niggas, niggas love the idea of bringing a third into the relationship until the woman, until they, until they girl will, is like, well, does the third person have to be a woman? What if it's another man? Then they flip the fuck out. Like n- niggas love the idea of being pilot on, on, until the until they uh, even being swingers or pilot or whatever. They love that idea until the woman thinks about bringing up bringing another man in. But that's another topic for another day. But yeah, but yeah. So Van, go get it yourself. You no neck having scab looking ass nigga. Go create your own opportunities. You are on TV and people see you. Go get it how you live. Even though you was in jail a lot of last season. I mean, the nigga, I mean, the, the yeah, nigga. Sure, when you got out of jail, you should have hit the ground running. My nigga. It's like, like, like Van, Van, Van looked like if a Hawaiian sweet roll got muscles, it would be Van. It like, looked like if somebody burnt a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian sweet roll. Like they put it in the oven and left it for more than one minute and 15 seconds and the shit like hard as a brick now. That's what Van looked like. Yeah, it's he essentially. Looked like, he looked like he, he looked like a burnt Tyson chicken nugget. Candace. That's an accurate description. It is. It's like it's like if somebody it's like if somebody left it's like if somebody left a, a spicy chicken sandwich from like Checkers out in the sun too long. It's like if somebody burnt your burnt some scrambled eggs. <laughs> like some like you go to Waffle House and there's a white person making the food and they burnt scrambled eggs. Van <laughs> look like when you what happened when you lactose intolerant but you decide to eat some ice cream anyways. Uh, all right, all right, mm. all right. That's enough. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, holding with the point is that like reality TV could be just a stepping stone. It does not have to be the end all be all, but it damn sure does not give you the right to depend on somebody to put money in your pocket because. Every major cast member has their own individual contract. They're all getting their own individual checks. So create your own individual opportunities. Exactly. Other and, members of the cast have done it. And speaking of opportunity, Ryan has created this opportunity for himself. So he decides to have a ball, um, like Ryan is accustomed to doing. And this. He had the four year 
for your anniversary celebration of Nine Mag being open. And this nigga Van pulls up looking like Phantom of the Fat Ass. It's like it's like his it's like his soup. Phantom of the oatmeal pies. Phantom of the goddamn it. Phantom of the honey buns. It's like Phantom of the vanilla wafers. <laughs> Phantom of the neck. Phantom of the neck. <laughs> Phantom, what neck? Phantom of the neck, the necklace Phantom. It's like he was looking like if Zorro, he was looking like if Zorro was a was like a fat necklace nigga from like the Bronx. It it's would be like, that. Nah, it's like if Zorro had got the uh, the um, the Defo shot and blew up. All right. Okay. Van okay. built like he on birth control. All right, that's enough. Okay. All, All right. right. Cool. Okay. Okay. So he put. So he strolls up. And like this is another thing about Van. He talk a good game. For a nigga that, that talk tough, he do some real bitch shit. Because how you come to Ryan's event, talk shit about Ryan, but mumble under your breath, but loud enough so he can still hear you. You talking cash money shit, but you not talking cash money shit to the man that you got a beef with in his in his damn in his spot. And so Ryan notices Ryan like the militant light skins added that he is, he notices this shit, hears the shit, and purposefully shouts out everybody that's been with him, purposely leaves Ryan out and tells niggas to go gamble and throws dice right at Ryan's motherfucking face. At Van. I mean, Van. Van yeah. Yes, at Van. And so Van get mad at those chips, and then them niggas just take off to try to square up. Now, my biggest problem is, let me tell you, if I got an issue, and I've addressed the said issue, Still got some heat on my chest. One thing I'm not gonna do is come to shit. I'm not gonna come to your event. I'm not gonna show up and make a scene while you talking all this. But we a shop and we a family shit. So why you come out? Why you show up to embarrass the shop then? Right. If you, you can't talk all this shop shit, and we supposed to. I help you build this, but you tearing it down because you creating a fucking scene. Right. You can't talk. You can't say it's about family, and then you come out and embarrass the family. That's not how this works. Family feud. Word to just. So, like I said, like my issue is like, Dan, if you if you so disgruntled by the way Ryan is running the show, go be your own shop, baby. Right. And also, and also, like, go create your own brand. Go do for you. Get you going. Like, but you mad at Ryan, and Ryan getting to the money. Right. You could be getting to the money to afford neck replacement surgery. Neck extension. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, Ryan. I mean, not Ryan. Van is Van is jealous. Let's, let's talk yeah. about this. He's yeah he's jealous of Ryan. Yeah, he's jealous and uh, like in the previews for the rest of the season, the previews show Van like breaking into the shot with a crowbar and shit. Nigga, you out on probation? Right, like nigga, you going like nigga, you can you go. You going to go back to jail. Right. You help build the shop. My thing is, if I helped you build something, I'm not gonna tear it down because I want what's mine. Right. If I helped you build something, we built it together, then that means part of it is mine. And if I'm tearing it down, I'm tearing down what belongs to me. Like, see, niggas with the next don't think. Right. Like he's he's jealous of Ryan because he's jealous of Ryan. Van is jealous of Ryan's success, and he's also jealous of Ryan of the fact that Ryan can do can turn his neck side to side. Yeah, he pretty much mad that Ryan can shake his head up and down. Right, he mad Van mad at Ryan because Ryan can bank head bounce. 
I mean, Van can bank head bounce, but his shoulder's going to get stuck in the up position. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, so that was like, like the previews for the rest of the season look goddamn delicious. I think yes. I think we pretty much covered all that went on in this first episode. For more, more or less, more or less. Um, and uh, for time reasons, uh, we can we can wrap it up there. Um, for, so um, nigga, love and hip hop, Hollywood, the sneak. I was just about to say, did you see the sneak? Yo, nigga. So, so on this season, love and hip hop, Hollywood, because I had to do some digging. First of all, they bought they whatever Walmart they snatched Brooke Valentine out of to come do this. I'm glad they did. <laughs> It looks like it's about to be a girl fight this season. Okay? So they got Brooke Valentine and her uh, supposed husband. Allegedly. They have Keisha Cole and Booby Gibson. Yeah, I didn't know Booby was still with us. I knew he was. I didn't know that they were still together. Because remember, when Keisha Cole allegedly got arrested for breaking in baby house and shit, remember when her and baby was supposedly dating? Yeah, I remember that. Which, by the way, just, just even regardless if it's true or not, just that imagery is just so musty. Yeah, it's very musty. It smells like coleslaw. Right. It smell it smell like coleslaw and old fish. But continue. Yeah. So we got Keisha Cole and Booby Gibson. Then we got a uh, Ray J and Princess. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we got Little Fizz. We got Nikki. We got yes, of course we got Safari. You got all the regulars, but nigga. So apparently, Monique is um, trying out women this season. Nigga. So she's eating pussy this season. Mona is good for this mess being shit. Shout out to Rod. Mona is good for this mess being shit. Yeah, yeah. So Monique is apparently eating pussy this season. Booby, this just this just a sneak peek. It looks like Keisha Cole and Booby Gibson are still married, still living together, but he is rapping to Brooke Valentine in the preview. First of all, Booby Gibson wasn't even a good enough basketball player to think we would listen to him rap. Right. <laughs> like he was in the preview rapping to Brooke Valentine. Let me let need I remind people for those of you that don't know much about Booby Gibson's basketball career. Booby Gibson averaged I want to say 5. Point I mean, not five points. Five minutes a game throughout his career. Let, let that's his career. Uh huh. Rest your understanding on that. Yeah. So that's that. And then you got A One and Lyrica arguing because Lyrica is cock blocking A One from working with other artists. How? Hmm. How? How do you have a man who has the potential to bring money home, but you don't want him? making music for other women. Now, mind you, apparently Lyrica has been a, she's a background, she's been a background singer, so is her mom, and so on and so forth. Let me be honest, Lyrica does not have star quality to me. No. And I'm not even being funny. Lyrica is somebody that is, to me, is best suited for background vocals and being a background singer. Right. There's, I think in the preview, isn't a one in the studio with Keisha Cole. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I have to go back and see the trail again. But I, I I'll, I'll, if I'm not mistaken, so. A one and Keisha Cole is trying to work together. 
as much yeah. as we joke on Keisha Cole and call her the catfish queen and Keisha Cole's law and this that and the third, we cannot dismiss the fact that Keisha Ho Keisha Keisha Ho. Eh, <laughs> eh, 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 no, Keisha, <laughs> show title. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting and slip, but we can't dismiss the fact that Keisha Cole has hits. Yeah, she does. And, she does. and uh multiple platinum albums, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, I, while you're talking, I can Google it right fast. Continue. Yeah. Uh, Keisha Cole has worked with some of the best of the best. Kanye West, Diddy. Uh, that's just to, to name two that come to me off the top of my head. So Keisha Cole is a very established R&B artist. Keisha Cole, to me, is what K. Michelle wanted to be, but we already had a Keisha Cole, so we don't really need K. Michelle. Mm, like, more this. If I'm being honest, like, K. Michelle is Keisha Cole light musically, if you ask me. But Keisha Cole looked better because K. Michelle looked like her panty stink. So yeah, um, like yeah, K. Michelle, K. Michelle looks like K. Michelle looks like she don't wash her bras. Yeah, it looked like they like the the um that part under the armpit looked like it'd be off color real bad because she don't wash it. So it's just a a lot of built up deodorant things. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so. Keisha Cole is very established musically, and she got some hits. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, her um, I think her her she second. Got the, she got some of the best titties in the music game. Yeah, nigga, nigga, we do not give Keisha Cole's titties the roses and the and the nice bras that they do, they deserve because nigga. Keisha Cole is a fine ass hood rat. Right? She is always has been. Always, always has been. And and I don't, to be honest, I really don't dislike Keisha Cole or her personality, like. Just keeping up because this is not Keisha Cole's first rodeo with uh, reality shows. She did one where she was on a mission to uh, get back on path with her birth mother and her biological uh, siblings, and then uh, she ended up having just a show with uh, focusing on her and uh, Booby and their family, and then uh, now she's come full circle to love and hip hop. So it's not her first rodeo with reality TV. So from what I remember of Keisha Cole on her previous reality shows, she always been pretty humble and had a pleasant personality. And uh, yeah. Her her second album, Just Like You, is the one that's platinum. Okay, that's the only one. To, it, but then the other ones, a couple of them went like gold, right? Um, her her day her uh, her debut one, the way it is, that one is gold with some platinum singles. Oh no! Wait! No! 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 The way it is, her first two, the way it is, and just like you, those both of them are platinum. Okay. Yeah. So Keisha Cole has multi platinum albums, and then probably the, a couple of them are gold certified and what whatever. So uh, A One working with Keisha Cole can only benefit both of them because according to A One, he has written and produced some hit singles. We don't have to Google that for next week. Like, remind me to Google A One's. Uh, with his songs he's written and produced. So we we'll do we gotta do some homework. That we're gonna do homework for this for this show, y'all. This ain't just gonna be us talking shit. We got the time. We're gonna do all Googles for this shit. Yeah. So yeah, but the pre listen, I didn't think Mona could outdo her goddamn self after the way she kicked off love and hip hop Atlanta. But my lord. Nigga, if it, if the previews <laughs> and the, if the sneak peek was any indication Monday, nigga. We, we are not ready. You we gotta not, do a you gotta do a Ric Flair woo on that shit. We, we are not ready. We are not ready for the shit that Mona. It looked like Mona got cooking. We are not ready. We're not ready. We're not ready. Um. So yeah, I think this is a good this is a good point to this is a good spot to wrap up. We said we would discuss other 
other uh, reality shows as they come about, but um, the, the the heavy hitters all take place on VH1. Yeah, yeah. VH1 is the home of the heavy hitters, but there are some shows that like we could possibly discuss if y'all have shows that y'all watch and you know because i know some of y'all watch little women atlanta some of y'all watch growing up uh hip-hop and growing up hip-hop atlanta you got the real housewives of atlanta and you got basketball wives so if, if like any of that interest y'all let us know and we could probably briefly touch on it because i probably watch it all anyways but we right. definitely are focused on the heavy hitters which it seems to be love and hip-hop and black ink black ink so both yeah. black ink and all of the love and hip-hops right all of them um, yeah, all of them, all of them. Um, but yeah, we um, that's about um it. But we're not finna get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not finna get out of here. What you want to discuss? We're not finna get out of here without discussing um uh, this, this hot sixteen that Jasmine from Love and Hip Hop made to Rashida. We ain't finna get out of here before we talk about this shit. So as y'all know. Jasmine and Rod were not present at the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta reunion part one or two because Rashida and Kurt felt like they did not deserve to be there, especially Rashida. So Jasmine didn't appreciate that. And <laughs> the next day or the day or the day after or whatever, Jasmine hooked up with someone and made a diss record towards Rashida called Wifey Blues. And I'm going to play it. I don't know how good the sound quality is going to be. Hopefully good, good enough, good enough. But I'm going to play this shit. Um, Candice, if you'll do me a favor, I'm going to count down to playing it. I'm going to go three, two, one. Do me a favor and mute yourself just so for our listeners, we can probably get the best sound quality for them as much as we can. And then I'll let you know when I, when I end um, the, um, all right. So if you haven't heard, this is wifey blues feature by Jasmine blue featuring some, somebody named AK. So I'm finna play it in five, four, three, two, one. When it's hot outside and I'm stuck in high, you know I think you know what you're going to see. Another bitch man trying to holler at you. You want to keep him coming, get your man to Can't help my figure, better check your nigga, baby, don't come holler at me. You want to keep him coming, get your man to Another bitch man trying to holler at you. Been a part bitch for my whole life. But I know I'm real, but that's all right. See my bottom friend in the toast, You a bitch, bitch, with your life like. But you ain't seen him in a long time. Whoa. You went home cold like a Jordan. Pull up high and ready like I'm diamond nose. Booty fatter than a bankroll. That's a lot of dough, a lot of dough. When it's hot outside and I'm stuck to get high. You already know what you're going to see. Another bitch man trying to holler at you. You want to keep him coming, get your man to Can't help my figure, better check your nigga, baby. Don't come holler at me. You want to keep him coming, get your man to Another bitch man trying to holler at you. Yeah, 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 yeah
right. I wasn't gonna play the whole thing. You can come back, not games. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine, man, as fuck. Hey, what are two things? I'm gonna keep mad that shit fires. And two, hey, you gotta be a terrible motherfucker to get mad at the woman who husband you slept with, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Like, like if it was if it was levels to audacity, Jasmine at the very goddamn top. She she is she is like, but like I, like okay. So here's my thing. I the audacity of her making this this record is very high. She got she got all the goddamn audacity from Trader Joe's. She got a sale on that motherfucker with a coupon. But I understand why she made this shit because if I'm Jasmine. And you and base and if I'm Jasmine and I'm not, I wasn't invited to the reunion. I'm potentially maybe I don't know. You know, I'm not a I, I'm not behind the scenes. I don't know how contracts and shit work, but I'm I'm not getting exposure. I'm potentially missing out on paper because the wife of the the wife of the nigga that knocked me up, who stepped out on his marriage and knocked me up. Doesn't feel like I belong, but it's coming at me at way harder than she coming at the nigga that she took vows with stepping out on their marriage. I'm like, oh, okay. So if that's how you want to play, fuck it, mask off, <laughs> you know, gloves off. You know what I mean? Like, I in a way, I can't really blame Jasmine for feeling away, but the audacity is high as fuck. It is. <laughs> yeah, the audacity is the audacity is is high. And like a man, it's like it's like it's like the dude, the Temecula nigga that got into it with Snotty. Like that nigga made a diss track like the next day, and like I wanted and I was mad because I didn't want to like it, but that shit fire as fuck. This is the shit. Like I don't want to like this shit, but Jasmine bad and this shit fire as fuck. <laughs> this is a bop. <laughs> it's a bop. Yeah, it definitely is, and that's why I was like, hey, okay, hey, bitch, all right. <laughs> then I find myself bobbing my head like ah. Ooh, like if that? you want to listen, if you want to listen to it in its entirety, it's on YouTube. You can just go to oh, it's YouTube. And, it's nigga. It's an Apple Music. Yeah, it's an Apple Music. Don't ask me how I know because the possibility is that I added that shit to my uh, library. Nigga, all I want to know is, is is it on Spotify? Probably. I'm gonna search that shit. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna search that shit in mid podcast. This is on the L Live podcast. The whole please, uh, continue, continue while I search for this shit, Janet, uh, Candace, because I'm gonna look for this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she made the the shit fire and the audacity high, and I wonder if Rashida old rapping ass gonna come back or she just gonna go cowering uh and act like the shit never happened. But either way, I mean, I'm not mad at nigga. You. This shit is on Spotify. <laughs> Told you she ain't she about to get her coins. Listen, look, I'm telling you, I don't blame her. Look, if you if you Jasmine, if the wife of the nigga that embarrassed both of us is gonna play me out, I'm gonna get all the coins I can. I don't blame her. Like again, all that's the high, but I don't blame her. Like what yeah. else she gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be playing this shit. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when I talked about it on the Ratchet Recap, y'all thought I was joking. Nah, hey, we had, didn't know. She had some high She got a high quality produced diss track to her uh, to her uh, boyfriend's wife. Dog, and then like like I said, if y'all want to listen to the full song, it's on Spotify. At the end of the song, she, 
she she does a thing where you know in rap when in songs where they like hold up hold up wait a minute time out she does that and goes on like a, a fifty second rant on Kirk alone nigga yeah she meant that that's from her spirit that's why I don't feel like she's like is scamming or lying about everything more so Kirk is because she's going to great lengths and it's because she's she's as scorned as his wife is right so, again yeah. because again. I feel like I feel like. If so, let me. I'm gonna get this out, even though the season wrapped up. But I gotta get this out. I feel like more than anything, Rod is facilitating a lot of this because he got out of jail and needed some money. But if Rod wasn't in the picture, Jasmine would quietly still be trying to be with Kirk. Like I, I feel like they I believe, really have a relationship going on. And when Rod put that bug in her ear, like either you gonna do it or I'm gonna expose both of y'all. Because in every scene we saw Jasmine and Rod, they don't look even remotely interested in each other. No, at all. And they're supposed to be like a whole like blended family and shit, like a poly dynamic or whatever. And they don't seem interested in each other in the least. Yeah, I believe Jasmine was truly caught up with Kirk. And Rod was like, well, I'm about to tell if you're going to do it my way or I'm just going to tell on you. Right. That's where we at. So, yeah. But yeah, that shit fire, and I'm I, I don't have nothing to say except it is fucking fire. That's it. It is it, it is it is it is it is flames. It is flames. Uh, well, that is episode number one of Ratchet Ramblings in the books. Um, we we hear y'all. We're gonna be back every Friday. Um, recording this for y'all. Um, and I think Friday is a good one because Friday is at the end of the week, and all the Ratchet shows will be have been played. So. Yeah, this is gonna be a thing, y'all. Um, and again, this won't interfere with Crown of College. You'll still be getting Crown of College, and you'll be getting this. And also, this does not mean Candace will not still be on Crown of College from time to time because she she literally is family now, and she basically, along with Trina, is the third or fourth host of the damn show. So, so you're gonna get me and Candace all over this damn network, all over both shows. Correct. Um. So, um, yeah, like I say, um, go to CSPN.us. Once Classic makes the page, um, for the show, we'll be putting it in the, um, in the, uh, in the location for the show, um, for the show page on Twitter. Uh, once he gets that up, um, he, we, from what he told us, it'll pro- this show will probably be going up on the weekends or Monday or Monday mornings, um, which I think will be pretty perfect, um. Yeah. Either way. So um yeah, when when it comes out, you know, shit t- tweet tweet either of us um on the page. Um remember use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Ratchet Ramblings Pod, because we do not want to be associated with that hotel ass nigga. Um so um Candace, any church knots, any parting um thoughts you wanna share with the people? Uh follow follow the show uh Twitter at uh, Ratchet Rambling, no S on it because Twitter decided to give us a character limit. So follow the uh, follow the show Twitter. You can follow me at Intense Desire. Um, shout out to everybody that's supporting this. Shout out to Equality Mess again for the suggestion and my boo Sexy Lexi because she just became one of my favorites after last week. So yep. yeah, yeah, do that. Yep, and um, as as I always say on Crown of Collars, and I will say it here, we are a greater hoe and not a hater hoe, and the show tagline for this show will be, govern your wigs accordingly.
and we will see you all next week and we are out play us out classic <laughs>